That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network. Welcome to Phantoms Gone Wrong. I'm Charlie. And I'm Carrie. And Mother, so are we are we human because we gaze at the star? No, no. anybody can gaze at the star. You think the stars gaze back? Of course they do. Of course the stars are just giant balls of gas millions of miles away, but that's no, beside the no. point. I, I think the stars are actually like randomly beautiful women <laughs> who fall if from you the sky. shoot, if you throw a necklace at them, they will fall to earth. <laughs> I mean, that's a thought. Some so some drug-addled mind could think about that, I guess. We're, we're talking about Stardust this week. If, if y'all couldn't understand that very weird reference that I just made. Yeah, this is Charlie's birthday month, so Charlie picked the movie. And the movie Charlie picked was Stardust. I love this movie, okay? I I love it. It's got all the like fairy tale elements that I need. And so many plots that don't make sense entirely. Yeah, if you think about it too hard, some of the things don't make sense, but it's fine. It's totally it's fine. fine. I love it. So mother, what is the plot of this movie? I know you're gonna butcher it so bad, but <laughs> Well, you know, you didn't want me to start off with my first thought, but we've got this girl who's let's just say she's a little easy. And some teenage wow. boy shows up at her work booth. Um in a small bazaar and they get it on. Work? Nine months, she's working for a witch. She's, she's a, a prisoner. slave! Well, she's still working. She's a slave in a marketplace. Anyway, so she sluts around with this guy and nine months later, she drops her kid off at the edge of the town called Wall. Why is it called Wall? Because it's the wall between the magical world and the regular world. And anyway... So this now 18-year-old boy is raising this kid. Flash forward 17, 18 years later, the kid is grown up. He's in love with the popular girl in town who, of course, has nothing to do with him because he's nerdy and wants to, is a friend of his. He's in the friend zone, but wants the more popular rich guy in town. Are they even friends? They're frenemies. She's got him in the friend zone so she can get what she wants out of him. She's a little bit of a user. Anyway, they're out at night one evening chatting and a falling star comes and he promises to get the falling star for her to show his love. Starts him on an adventure going through the magical world where he meets all kinds of crazy people, including a witch who wants to steal the star for her magic to get younger again. Kind of reminds me of Hocus Pocus a little bit. Um, mm. And then we've got another witch involved who's just a pain in the ass and happens to be the one who's controlling his mother that we don't know is his mother just yet. Um, Let's see what else do we have going on here. We have a king who's dying and sends his seven sons out to decide who is going to be the new ruler the new ruler will be the surviving heir to the throne yep so that's the interesting part about that as we get towards the end we find out who the actual surviving heir to the throne is happens to be our hero he falls in love with the star who turns out to be a beautiful woman who fell from the sky when a necklace was thrown at him the necklace is the necklace that proves that he's the final heir of the throne it's an amazing story it's romantic it's fantastical and yeah it's all about stars being beautiful women who fall from the sky. Did I miss anything? Yeah, I mean, there are things that we will talk about. Yeah. As we so go anyway, forward, So anyway, I, I didn't say it as bad as I wanted to say it because, you know, you told me not to. You wanted to be like, oh, so there's this slut. Well, you know, she meets this guy and just immediately decides to have sex with him. Yeah. 
We at first I thought she was a prostitute because, but then she has a baby with him. So I'm like, okay, I guess not. (laughs) They didn't use protection. Clearly she's not a prostitute. Well, no, she was a prostitute who had sex with him. She would have just gotten rid of the baby. Instead, she brought it to him to raise. So I feel like she was a little bit more responsible than just being a prostitute. Yeah. After we watch, like near the end of us watching the movie, we were just like, huh. I mean, like maybe she did do this. Maybe she did like have sex with a bunch of people and like none of her other, you know, children that she may have produced with them were boys, I guess. Maybe that's that's the secret, is that she kept trying this. She kept doing this. And See, my thought is this. As we find out at the end of the story, the, the seven sons had a sister. So the yep. king had a one daughter and seven sons, who all end up killing each other, by the way, and their father in the process of trying to become king. They didn't kill their father. father. He was, he was I mean, dying, he was dying. Do we know he didn't try? Okay, they killed the priest. Who yes, they accidentally to- killed the priest. While trying to kill each other. Um, But anyway, in this whole process, we find out that there was a sister. The sister is the one who was being held prisoner by a witch and is the one who slept around and created this hero of the movie. Um, So in the end, we find out that she's a princess and he is actually the heir to the throne. Um, So the seven brothers kill each other. Great. But they don't kill him, even though they try. One of them tries really hard. (laughs) I will say, I thought it was like supposed to be more of a plot twist at the end that she is the princess. I forgot that she does say, like, it's one of her first lines. Hey, I'm actually a princess. I'm a slave to this witch. I didn't realize that she says that she's a princess in the first freaking scene. I didn't even notice that. I was too busy looking at the fact that the 17-year-old boy's getting lucky as he's just walking through the marketplace for his first time in the magical city. I... I almost wish it had just been that actor the whole way through because it's Ben Barnes and come on, come on. He's he's Prince Caspian. What else is he in? He's in that um uh Shadow and Bone show that I haven't seen yet, but I've heard it's he's okay. hot. Um he's in um Punisher. He's in a lot of things. He's just very attractive man. So <laughs> I know you're very obsessed with the fact that the girl doesn't age but the dad doesn't. I think the reason why the girl doesn't age yeah. could be two reasons. One, possibly because she's a slave, Magic? maybe the witch keeps her younger so that or she Maybe it's because they're in a magic world, I guess. Yeah, I mean, maybe they just age different. Well, I was just thinking you could maintain your slave girl longer if you keep her young. Yeah. But also the other thing is maybe she was already an adult. Maybe she was in her early 20s when she had sex with this 17 year old boy. (gasps) Wouldn't that be terrible? Was he 17 or was he He was 17 or 18? He was young. I know he was a young guy. He's either 17 or 18 when he had sex with her. I don't know. Um, He just took out. He decided to go against the rules, which he went through the wall. You're not supposed to go through the wall. The the town of wall is there because it's blocked by a wall and you're not supposed to go through that wall he, it's he just, it went through even though the gatekeeper said not to yeah the okay the fact that you name your town wall after the fact that the town has a wall so original wow thank you well in typical fairy tale fashion <laughs> yeah I mean, it does that's it does feel like very fairy tale so um i will i want to say one thing this movie is based off of a book that i have not read sad to say it um it's a it's a neil gaiman novel and I don't know the differences, but I love this movie, so that's why we're talking about this movie. Oh, I forgot to mention, there are there are pirates. Sky pirates. The fucking pirates. We will get to the fucking pirates, okay? Let's let's go down the list of characters. Let's oh, let's do our the thing. List, there's too many characters. This is there, a character driven. There show. are so many fucking characters. Okay, so yeah, we got we got our main guy, Tristan Thorne. 
who's played by Daredevil. <laughs> and he's, yeah, he's the, the true heir to the throne, blah da da And then Hero the son of, like, story. this nobody guy in town. <laughs> he's a dorky kid who can't seem to hold down a good job. He's got the dorkiest haircut through most of the film. And then he Until gets, he you know, his, his adventure reverse haircut where it becomes longer. <laughs> Magically. <laughs> it's not explained. <laughs> They're in a land of magic. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I just assumed so, that the yeah. magical comb just made his hair longer. Yeah, he can't keep a job because he's too busy flirting with this girl. So he... What's this whole thing? He's like, I work at a shop, but I'm not a, a shop person. I'm uh, not that's, a shopkeeper. Because yeah. he has plans for the future. He just, he's a poor small town boy. I mean, his dad was like a kid when he had to raise him by himself. So he's a poor kid who got he's a job a working boy. in a shop. Nobody loves him. No, oh, his dad does. And his mom does. <laughs> of course, his mom doesn't really know him, but that's beside the point. Um, Yeah, this girl just, just has him wrapped around her finger. Yeah. So so the girl in question is uh, Victoria. Um, li- Literally... She's just the fucking worst. I I get that she's pretty. I get it. But like, dude, she 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 made you lose your job and you still do all this shit for her. She cut in line. She did she pay for anything? We don't actually know if she actually paid for anything. And then she asked him to walk her home while he had a line of customers going out the door. Dude, dude. I get that you're horny for her, but maybe maybe don't. Maybe keep your job. Yeah, no, that's not her. I, she's I, a user. <laughs> She, she's a user. So basically, she has him do whatever she wants, and he follows around like a little fucking puppy dog because he wants her. Meanwhile, she's popular, she's beautiful, and so every boy in town wants her, and she wants the guy who's, of course, a villain type. Okay. Not like okay. an outright villain, but a villain type. So so the guy who is is technically considered her boyfriend, mm-hmm. that's at least what the Wikipedia says. It says Wik- Wik- Victoria's boyfriend his name is humphrey and he's played by henry cavill like the shitty superman yeah the terrible awful superman that we hate because he's depressing also the witcher like i just i think that's so funny that like that's him because i did not recognize him at all and then i saw the cast so i'm like fuck that's henry cavill oh my god and that's why he's like so much bigger and stronger than uh tristan and that's why like tristan (laughs) cannot stand up to this guy and try to get the girl that he maybe kind of likes even though mm-hmm. she doesn't deserve it. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Well, we also have Evane, the fallen star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love her. She, she's she's just great. She's kind of sassy. Uh, <laughs> and there's this whole thing in this movie that um, if you have, it's it's weird with the wording. It's like they say it's if you consume the heart of the star. But it's also if you just own the heart of the star, I guess. Okay. You can be immortal. Because it's it's weird. They kind of break the rules at the end. <laughs> so basically, Yvonne falls because the, the fact that this necklace is able to, to just make well, her necklace, fall out of the sky. First of all, magic. the necklace is magical. Yeah. The necklace was thrown by the king. Yeah. And his sons are supposed to find the necklace. And the necklace will tell them who the heir is supposed to be. Yeah. And so this whole time she's wearing this necklace because it's like, well, this made me fall out of the sky and injured me. Um, So I guess I'm just going to wear this. <laughs> wild. Truly wild. The fact that Tristan never touches the gem until like the end. Well, it makes sense. He had no reason oh, to. They had sex. The yes. fact, that, <gasps> fact that it never just accidentally happened that he touched it. Well, maybe you have to actually grab it, like touch it, not just like have it in your hand, but you have to actually grab it and touch it. You know what I mean? wild i don't know it's just weird but yeah so because she's a star these witches like want to eat her heart they've already done this to i don't know how many stars at least one before this uh so so yeah but that'll make them immortal or give them more power or whatever i 
it really just makes them young. It's weird. It's very weird. And then at the end, after it's like, oh, they've um, Tristan and Evane have fallen in love, but she's given her heart to him completely. So therefore, he is also immortal now, and they become stars together. I think that is perfect. It's just like, it's one of those weird things with like the wording of how it works. It's like, if you have the heart of the star, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, the witches, of course, the witches aren't going to think that if you have the heart of the star means you have to cut it out. Yes. They would never understand the so idea maybe... of love because she barely cares for anything. She did care for her sisters. And that's, yeah. you know. She did, but she a little. It's weird. It's like, yeah. A little. <laughs> she did at least a little bit. For like a second or two. Yeah. But maybe that was also fake. It <laughs> it's hard be. to tell. <laughs> it's hard to tell because she is a, is a twist. It's always yeah. a twist. Maybe that okay. is the true way to have the heart of the star is that you're supposed to, like, it's supposed to be a love thing. And they just, like, twist it that it's like, we have to consume the heart. Well, and again, it. that would be what evil witches would think, would do. That is... It's true. Okay, I have to I have to make one little comment here. Yeah. Because I didn't catch something. When you no. were talking about the guy who plays the, the boyfriend in the village. Yeah. I didn't even realize he was in The Witcher. He does a good job as The Witcher. You didn't realize that Henry Cavill's The Witcher? No, because the, because the way he's made up, I didn't even recognize him. I, I mean, honestly I, didn't recognize him. I wouldn't have either. I've just heard Kyla talk about The Witcher enough that I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's shitty Superman. Honestly, he's not shitty as The Witcher. I mean, The Witcher, the character in himself has moments of being shitty. But he's not shitty as the witch. I was going to say, I've heard otherwise that like him as a character is kind of shitty. But the actor does a good job with it. Where I don't think he did a good job as Superman because the way the Superman was written and the actor himself just didn't play Superman the way he should. I half blame Henry Cavill. I half blame the writing because we're not talking about that. But (laughs) that's not how Superman is. He's about truth, justice, and the American way. He's like happy boy. He's happy boy. He's positive man. The other thing I really think they should have made sure his his mustache was gone because I just rewatched part of it, one of the Superman movies, and the fact that they you can actually see the fact that they Yeah, that they CGI'd it off. The CGI. It's so it dumb. Off. It looks terrible. So you look at his face like, why is his face look kind of blurry? And his mouth yeah. looks awkward. It's because they CGI'd That off is his an mustache. asshole move by him, I think. Just the fact that he did that. Yeah. All Superman right. doesn't have a mustache. Okay, back to Stardust. So, Sorry. So let's talk about these three witches. So their names what they do they all have names um, they should have names well the main um, witch is lamia we know yeah, this there's lamia a mormo and impuza so so okay so the funny thing about this is they're all named after like um greek monstrous monsters monstresses well they are monsters i mean really yeah <laughs> but and they're all like monsters that are all like associated like as possibly being the same thing or like being very similar things mm-hmm. like so yeah. the fact that they're sisters makes sense very much yeah. i so do they, like they that. live in this crazy fortress and they're i love their fortress yeah it's easy. It's it's really cool. But they're they keep aging, and the whole idea is they can they can reverse the aging process and live forever if they get the the heart of this star. Um, I assume the only reason that they have aged so much is because they keep using their magic or something. And they're not it's, young. I'm sure. Yeah, the weird. older you get, the worse your magic use becomes a problem. I'm sure. Um. So the two other sisters who we don't really care about, Empamas and Mormo, Empusa and Mormo, Empusa and Mormo. Sorry, they give all of their power to Lamia as yes. much as they can. Not all of it, but as much as they can to help her look young so that she can go among regular people and try to find the star yeah so so lamia played by michelle pfeiffer 
Um, love that for her. <laughs> One of our favorites, of course. One of our faves. So what she does is she consumes the last bit of the last heart of a star that they had. Um, and then just, she becomes young again. She's like, ooh, look at me. Gets naked. And is like, I'm so hot. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> She's just checking herself out in the mirror. Um, and then she just communicates with her sisters to like help her when uh, she can't find the star as she's just trying to follow a vein all over freaking creation. <laughs> God, they're just, they keep going like in this way and that way and it's so weird and she keeps mm-hmm. losing them. Uh, yeah, so that's the three sisters. Do we want to talk about the princes? Because I love... Okay, do we not love the naming convention of the brothers? Oh, yeah. we Do we ever actually know what the princess's name is? Una. Una. Okay. <laughs> one. <laughs> which is weird because she's Una, but her she has a brother, Primus, which also yes. is like one. So there's Primus, so, Secundus. I forget. Tertius. Tertius. Okay. Um, We don't learn all of their names because some of them are already da- dead. Oh, wait, wait. So qu- they are here. Quartus, here. Quartus Quintus, Sextus, Sextus, and Septimus is like the main one because he's the one who lives the longest um (laughs) and that's fun to me because like that means he's the seventh son oh maybe you think that he's gonna be the one to like live this long but also he's a total asshole i would not have wanted him to be king they are all assholes true but he's like the biggest fucking asshole here What's really interesting is they're under some kind of curse. I didn't quite understand the curse, but all the spirits of all the dead brothers follow their yeah. brothers around. They're all trapped to be together until a king is named. Yeah, that wasn't fully explained. They're just like, yeah, we're, we're all just like stuck here watching this whole thing until... So as each brother dies, you see the dead brother sitting together until the king is named. And they're stuck in the state that they <laughs> died in. So like this one guy, he like, he fell off a cliff onto his face and his face is just smooth. <laughs> Which is so sad because that's the one that's played by um Rupert Everett. Is he okay? I think that was and then Rupert Everett. I think one of them got like an axe to the head too, and that's <laughs> it's just it's so fun how all of them die. One of them dies naked. Okay, that's uh that's the other one who makes it the longest. Is that Primus? Might be. I think it is Primus, yeah. Primus is the one who dies in the bathtub because the witches he goes be. after them in, in the witch's um lair. It's it's hard to tell because all these brothers, you know, but he's yeah, the one but... he's the one who goes um so there's there's a portion where the witch to trap the star creates she makes this whole elaborate thing. She makes this elaborate inn using a goat that she steals and the young boy who owns the goat that she steals and makes the boy into a girl and the goat into the innkeeper and he pl- she plays the innkeeper's wife. So it's the innkeeper, his wife, and his daughter, supposedly. Now the boy spends the entire time checking himself out because now he's and also checking the, the star out. Body, huh? And he's checking everybody <laughs> out because the star at some point is, is naked for a little bit, taking a bath and whatnot. And he's he's trying not to look, but he's trying to look. It's kind of funny. Um, But anyway, after very all of, after the star gets bathed and put to bed, in walks Primus and Primus um, is looking for the, the necklace that the star has. Yeah. And he He's drawn to the necklace. So they're all drawn into one spot. And while he's there, he's he puts himself in the bath and he is it's killed so in funny because Lamia, Lamia makes this like whole bath and everything for Evade like and then she's gonna go give her a massage it's so good but she leaves the bath and then Primus just like walks in and like no one's there to really greet him except the goat who can't speak and then he just like goes into the bathtub he's just like yep I'm just gonna make myself at home because I'm a prince and I'm an asshole and I can do whatever <laughs> the fuck I want yeah it's interesting yeah. The, the reason why the bath and the massage happened for the stars 
is the idea is that her heart will be easier to get or when she's calm, when she's relaxed, yeah. when she's because in, then feeling she's good. shining. Exactly. And that's that's the that's Evane's like one power that she has is that whenever she's feeling happy, she she starts shining. And you want the you want her heart when she's shining because that's when it's at its most powerful. So the whole yeah. idea is that the witch wants to relax her, wants her to feel good. But in the other saying, it's kind of awkward to you know how would you feel if you were like this woman who shows up at this hotel or this inn and someone says, oh let me give you a massage and a bath. That seems kind of creepy to me. Yeah, Evane just she she's just like this is fine like. Like, I'm, I'm a weary traveler. She also heals her, like, ankle because she, like, sprained her ankle when she yep. fell. And and it's also weird because when she goes to do the massage, it's, like, on her front. <laughs> it's very creepy. Like, she's she's going, she's reaching for her chest. And well, I don't then, think she touches the chest. I think she was doing, like, the shoulders and I don't know. She was about to, like, she was literally just... Um, gonna rub her breasts. Is that what gonna rub saying? her... Not even gonna rub her breast. She was about to reach for her knife. She was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, I get it." That that's it. She was just reaching for her chest for the knife. Luckily, our hero it. shows up and saves the day. Yeah, as the whole place goes down in flames. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Tristan doesn't even really save the day for that one. Like, I mean, he, he well, does. Well, the eventually. unicorn does. Yeah, I I think Primus like appearing out of nowhere saves the day, and then. Tristan eventually does with yep. the candle, except it goes kind of wrong. Yeah, I do love that whole in thing. Um, so so wait, wait. Let's let's talk about Bernard for like two seconds, who is the the guy that Lamia like kidnaps. First, she tur- she steals his goat. She turns him into a goat so they can pull her cart, mm-hmm. and then she turns him into, into a, a girl. I almost wish that that had stuck, and then and that Bernard was just like, yeah, I can roll with this. This is fine. I'm yeah, good. but the fun part that is, is she great. only changes the way they look. Yeah, because Bernard really that- shouldn't speak either. The one time Bernard does speak, it's a man's voice, and that that he was. Talking talking to Tristan and it's like Bernard huh it's like oh hi what's your name Bernard Bernard (laughs) that's it that's when Tristan knows something's wrong here he's just like okay but yeah god so that's one of the things he uses a teleportation candle which sends them up to the stars because he says think of home and she thinks of the sky and he thinks of his home and they end up in a cloud yeah. Halfway but between bef- the two. But before that, God, there's just so many details in this movie. But we're but... not going into all the details, right? I know. I know. No, I just wanted to talk about the fact that Lamia tried to poison Primus with like a goblet. And he's like, nope, I, I won't drink anything until my brother is dead. I will only drink my own wine. So she goes and she gives it to Tristan. And that's when the unicorn saves him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, this unicorn saved them a couple times. This unicorn is a true hero of the story because... There was there was that chain. God, the magic chain mm-hmm. that um. So there's there's this there's this magic chain that is used by the witch who's kidnapped Una, named D- Ditchwater Sal. And Tristan's dad tried to cut off this chain and free her, it but regrows. it Yeah, it regrows. Only a unicorn can apparently cut it because he kept this chain and Tristan fucking used it on a vein for like five seconds when he's like, you're going to be a gift for Victoria. I'm I'm going to give you the gift as a gift. Yeah. So the thing about the unicorn so is it seems to be able to break magical spells, basically. Apparent And just like be super aware. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's not like a, a super smart horse. Well, it's a unicorn. It's a magical creature. So we should have had more than two instances of this unicorn. We could use them again. So let's yeah. move forward now. Um, because as we as we end up in the clouds, we meet the space pirates. No, they're not space pirates. Not they're, even... they're sky pirates. They're airship pirates. 
airship. They they collect clouds. Lightning. Lightning. That's what it is. They collect lightning. They collect, they li- the lightning. they collect lightning. And and the captain. Captain, is Captain Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yes. Fucking love him. Captain Shakespeare is a bit of a fop. <laughs> he, we don't know. Okay, we, we don't know specifically because they don't actually say that he's gay, but he seems okay, very yeah stereotypically, and he likes a lot of theater and dressing and makeup and hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, okay, very stereotyping. We don't know what he likes sexually, but he does. At the end of the movie, he winks at Humphrey, and well, Humphrey winks say, one back. Of his- one of his guys seemed like he was a little interested in him in one of the scenes. Was he? Yeah, he made, so. he made. Yeah, I think he made a look at him. I I don't know. Maybe. But anyway, so he pretends to be this tough guy pirate who's gonna b- make them walk the plank and in whatever and throw them in jail yeah. and all this stuff. And then he takes them back to his cabin and he shows them all of his costumes he and his makeup. <laughs> he throws like a mannequin over the side and pretends that was Tristan and then gives Tristan a full on makeover and is like, hey, crew, this is my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like, quote unquote, keeps a vein as like, you know, oh, Prisoner. this is like my concubine, I guess. But he like doesn't do anything. He's just like faking it. And he spends the whole time trying to match the two up, of course. Yes. Because this until this point, they're still not in it to win it. They're still just kind of like traveling companions. Yeah. We did, did we really only. talk about how they met? Well, so, they met when he went to go looking for the star. That's and that's he found the thing. her instead. He didn't, even, he didn't even really. So so his dad gives him this candle, which is like the only thing that his he had from his mom. Um, it's a Babylon candle, and so when he actually he lights it, and he's like he wants to find his mom. That that's what he actually says he's gonna try to do, but then instead the thought of Victoria and the, the star popped into his head. So when he rushes into a vein. He thinks that's his mom. He's like, mother? 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 She's like, I'm not your mother, you idiot. No, I'm a star. So that's just like the beginning of their banter. They just have so much banter and it's great. And they like hate each other at first. Like I said, he he uses the chain on her for like five seconds. Doesn't stick because Unicorn saves her. And yeah, they're just, they're great. And Captain Shakespeare's like, hey, you gotta have the hots for each other. I'm gonna match make this business. And he, he also realizes like, Oh, Evane is a star because I keep seeing her like sparkle and like shine whenever she's happy. But he's like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to like let anyone hurt you. And when he's like trying to sell his lightning and people are like, hey, have you heard about this fallen star? He looks over at Evane. He's like, nope, haven't heard anything. No idea. Haven't seen it. Don't know what he's talking about. Nope. He's a good guy. He's a pretty good guy. Yeah. Uh, Who else have we not talked about here? Oh, do we need to talk about Ditchwater Sal? Ditchwater Sal. So Ditchwater Sal, she is the witch who held the princess captive. So Mm. the princess is her slave. Um, But what we don't realize... Or what? Ah, how do I say this? Um, when she's keeping her slave, she doesn't always keep her in human form. She likes to transform her into a yeah. bird. Mm-hmm. So at some point in time, she meets up with um our Lamia. hero and the star. Well, he meets. Okay, you want to say meets up with Lamia first? And yeah. Lamia is first of all is talking to her and trying to get some help from her. And then when she realizes that it's Lamia and what's going on, she and Lamia is looking for the star. Lamia curses her yeah. that she will never be able to see the star or touch the star, no matter what she does, no matter what happens, she will never be able to touch or see 
see that star. Or here. So later on, later on, when our hero shows up, this witch and her bird are on the side of the road and they ask for help and he she offers them help. And the way she offers to help them is she turns them into, uh, is it a hamster, a guinea pig, something like that? A, a mouse. Ro- mouse, some kind of rodent. In, and puts them in a in cage. In return for this flower. The flower that, that was- keeps... The, it was the only thing witches. that Una gave to um his dad, and it yeah, it's just it's just a flower that keeps you safe. And he's like, and she's like, oh, this was the only thing keeping me from hurting you. But she doesn't actually hurt him; she just turns him into a mouse. It's it's, it's weird funny. because she says she's gonna take him t- unharmed, and she does take him unharmed to where he wants to go. But in the process, she turns him into a rodent for a while and puts him in a cage. And then when she gets him out, she turns him back, and it's all good. Um, but he she does can't get his flower hear back. or see Evane at all. But guess who can? The bird. The bird. Everybody can except for her. So Evane is there the whole time. Can hear her as she's. She literally tells him that she might be falling in love with him, him, and he hears her, Mm -hmm. and And she didn't realize it. Yeah. So when they get to the town, the witch does turn him back to a human. Yeah. Well, I forget how does he get his flower back. Um, that happens later. That happens like um after Sal is dead. Oh, so when they come back, okay, when they get back to the wall. Yeah. So so like they spend a night Mm -hmm. in a tavern. Or, or, like in, real or another inn or something, <laughs> and they they realize, hey, we're in love. Let's have sex. Blah da 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 da. And Tristan's like, you know what? I'm gonna take just a little bit of her hair and give that to Victoria and say, suck it, because he's like, I'm in love. So, but in true telephone but. tag. Because yep. I say telephone tag because you know how that goes when someone passes a message along and along and along. He tells the innkeeper or someone working at the inn, I'm not sure which it is, that he is going to go talk to someone um, and tell her he found his true love. Um, and this to suck it, basically. Butchers and this guy so basically tells our hero, the, the, the star, that he's going to be with his true love, <laughs> basically. Yeah. It, Tristan was like, could you have a pen and paper? And he's like, it's like 5 a.m. No. <laughs> yeah. But he so ends he just up telling Evane that he's going to be to find, to find his true love or go to be with his true love. Which when yeah. he basically didn't say that, he, he said he was going to go yeah. tell her that he found his true love. And then he, he does, he literally does a thing. He goes to Victoria. He's He now looks like mm. an adventurer. He's got his new clothes, his new hairdo. He's He's got a whole thing of lightning that um Captain Shakespeare gave him. He looks and cool. a sword. He can sword fight. And God. Cool. Oh, yeah. He goes to Victoria and he's like all romantic with her for like two seconds. And he's like, grow up, get over yourself. And he's and he like, her here, hair. here's a bit of the star. And she's like, this is this is just stardust. And well, that's yeah, when we realize it. a piece it. of a star. Hey, that- they said the name of the movie drink yeah. um so Evane, if she crossed the wall she would turn into rock that well, is dust she would just turn yeah. into dust so he's got to go stop her from going across the wall he does so he runs to the wall at the same time she for some reason is coming to the wall to tell give him a piece of her mind i thought i th- i think she's just like so sad she's just like i guess i have to go i guess i have to go and like cross the wall i don't know it's weird i thought she was just going. going to to see him to tell give him a piece of her mind or something because she's no. But she's like too sad. She doesn't seem like she's like angry about it. She seems like, like just so sad. And it's it's really fucking sad because she's walking to like her own her death. death. Yeah. Like that's it, okay because we we gotta have a little so altercation close. with Dirtwater Sal. Okay, Una, Sal. Una, right in this moment, she's like Sal is sleeping. I am going to uh take this 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 whole what is her thing? It's like a you, the little it's, shop on wheels. It's a it's like a little wagon. It's, it's a, a wagon. Wagon kind of thing. I, I couldn't think of the word. I was like, 
what is it? Yeah, wagon, I guess. So she takes this wagon with Sal sleeping in the back and is like, I'm just, I gotta go save Evane. <laughs> Because everybody's going to save Evane, except for the witch who wants to steal her. <laughs> because she can't actually, she's still like with the chain like attached mm-hmm. to this thing. So she can't leave. She has to take it with her. Um, And she she saves Evane. She stops her from crossing the wall. But also at this time, we've got, we've got a million people like going there at the same time. Because Tristan's also going. And then Lamia's also chasing the star. And then Septimus is also chasing the star slash the necklace. Because he necklace. found out, uh, he found out about the star at some point. I don't remember when, but he found out about it. So he's chasing both. And then Lamia gets there first and she kills Sal and she takes Una and Evane as prisoner and takes them <laughs> both prisoners. back to her lair where her back sisters her are waiting. Lair. Her fucking lair. I love it. It's in like this big cave thing. Well, it's kind of like a giant rock castle and a giant hole in the ground. Yeah, it's I. that's got to be so fortified. That's so good. It's so great. So it's, it's kind of interesting because normally you'd think it would be like this castle out of stone in the sky sky but it's actually in the ground like it's yeah. flat and then all of a sudden you see like this cavernous castle underground it's, it's that's very where weird i would cool. have my castle come on i would have it in the ground it's so much I mean, it's an open area so it has an open courtyard and all of that but like it's built into the rock on un- yeah it's really cool and it's so um that's where she takes this so everybody meets up there now we got, we got and that's where the final battle happens final battle where everybody's against everybody because we're trying to save the star but the witch wants the star but septimus wants the the um the necklace and the star of possible and the brothers are all sitting there dead cheering on to see what's gonna happen it's really fun and this is when he finds out that he is actually the, her son yes he finds out he's una's son god i just i love it i love it all so much it's so good and i realized we just started talking about how the plot goes exactly <laughs> well you said you didn't want to do that and that's what you decided to I do know, i kept I trying like... to drag you away and you wouldn't go there i know so. i'm bad i'm sorry i just love this movie and like i want to talk about every moment yeah so the final battle happens and basically what happens is they're all fighting against the witch the witch fights against septimus and ends up killing septimus by drowning his voodoo doll version it's a voodoo doll it it is i mean it's not though it is it's a voodoo doll i would i'm just saying i would call it sympathetic magic instead of saying voodoo because voodoo is like a, a very specific practice well, I'm just saying it's the typical voodoo doll, though. It's a doll yeah. that she uses to manipulate and break his bones, and then she throws it in water, and we actually watch him floating in midair, drowning because the that doll's is a in very the water. cool effect. It's a very cool very effect. Cool. And so when he ends up among the dead brothers, he's sitting there soaking wet, which is kind of yeah. funny. Yeah, and then they're all just like, "Wait, what do we do now? We're all dead. Are we? Why stuck? are we still here? Why they're stuck there? Because we still haven't revealed who yeah. the new king is. Um, we know." We find out from the princess that he is, that Tristan is her son, and she. We find out that she is the princess. So there we go. We know who the next heir could be. Yep. And so one by one, <clears throat> he kills uh, the pr- the witches, and eventually Evane kills Lamia mm-hmm. by like using her star power to shine <laughs> and so it's brightly great. that it destroys so her. brightly. She's just like Tristan, come over here, close your eyes. She and, uses her love. Yeah, Tristan. and he's like, why couldn't you have done that before? Because my heart was broken. Uh, but now her heart is all healed up and it's all good. Because and he now- came to save her. And then he becomes king and they have a children and his parents are reunited and it's all wonderful and good. And then they get to ascend to the heavens as star. Yeah. Okay. So 
So, so we there went was the whole one thing. last character that we missed that I did want to talk about. Who? The guard at the wall. Oh, the, the old guy. He's so funny. He tries to he's guard the great. wall. He tells people not to cross. He says you're not supposed to cross. And at the end of the movie, he's he basically no like, I idea. quit. He's he like, has I quit. no idea that it, like, how, like, much magic is on the other side. Because that that's why he quits. He's just like, I should have been guarding you from the people on the other side. They're terrifying. God, what the heck? Yeah. It's just funny. In the first scene, like, uh, Tristan's dad just, like, runs for it and he makes it. And Tristan tries to do the same thing. And this old man fucking <laughs> uses martial arts to, like, nearly kills Tristan. It's like, no, nah, well, you ain't getting He's a good guard. He's doing his job. But he's old. He is That's old. why I love it. He's been guarding he's like this nine wall years for old. decades. Forever. Exactly. Um, but he's just like, okay, I'm done. I quit. Yeah. It's great. It's wonderful. So, yeah. <laughs> so many things to, like... Okay, what are your gone wrongs, mother? Do you got some gone wrongs for me? What am I gone wrongs? Um, hmm, I'm thinking about that. Oh wait, another thing I like before that. Um, the use of the runes in this movie. Oh, I really yes. like that. They use a lot of different types of magic here, and just like the tossing the runes up and like seeing where, like, if they land face up or face down to say which way to go. Yep, that was very good. I like that. I think that was good. Okay, so we forgot to mention one thing. You did mention it a little bit. Every time the witch uses her magic, she yes. starts aging. So yep. as as the movie progresses, um, every time she uses magic, she gets older and older looking until she looks like a hag again. Yeah. Because she starts Great. off, you know, a hag. They make her look young and beautiful, like, you know, and then they she goes back to looking like a hag again. So that's kind of interesting about the magic. So there are different forms of magic they can use that aren't their wonder, own magic. So that doesn't affect yeah. it. Like the runes. Um, I wonder if it's just like if you use evil magic kind of thing. That's why they age that spells. way. Big spells. Big spells take big energy, Maybe. probably. I mean, we don't see anybody who uses, like, other, like, good magic or something. That would have been interesting to see if there was, like, if it's just because they're evil. And that's well, why runes they aren't evil. Runes aren't evil or good, right? So there we yeah. go. Runes are runes are just there. They just are. <clears throat> they're not They're not casting spells with runes. He's using it to forecast the future or answer yeah. questions and things like that. It's not about... They also use the, the entrails. Oh, that's such dark magic. Ugh. That is some dark magic. Which but, is like, cool. When it's... the animals escape, they all go after the witches because, or one of the witches because they had been using yes. their entrails. To, I to love do. that part. Instead of using so the much. runes to use to tell the future and find things out, they were using the entrails. That's again evil magic. Um, but yeah. So hmm, okay. What, so what's wrong with this? Well, I okay. I mean, this is just like a me. I don't love the fact that like we gotta have all the brothers kill each other because just think of just think about like the different generations and how fucked up that is. Well, I think it's fun because you think of... I it, mean, it's a it's a fun plot line to see, but I'm but like... It, it's accurate. It and is. Here's why I say it's accurate. In the world that was where we had kings and queens with ascensions, I mean, now we still do, but not the same way. In a world where people fight constantly for who's going to rule the country and who's going to do that. And that does happen some places, but by and large, in a real royal family... The way that you become king is that the king before you dies. And who gets the throne? Usually it is the eldest. Well, how do you avoid becoming the second or third in line? You kill the people ahead of you. So this yeah. plot, they just start killing each other off to try to make sure that they're the one who gets the throne. I just, I just Primus hope... would be the one who would get it. You would think Primus is you the think. oldest. He would be the one who should be getting and the Seth throne. And nearly did. I, yeah. I just hope <sighs> that Tristan took that away and was just like, no, we ain't doing that. That's dumb. <laughs> well, I mean, the the curse part was all his 
the, the big kings thing, but the fact that they, um, that's usually how the progressions of kings and queens are. I don't think they had to kill each other. I think they wanted to because they all wanted control of the I, realm. No, but the dad was encouraging it. He's just well, like, you know that I had to do this, so you have to do it to do too. Yeah, so you all have to kill each other. That's, that's the part that I don't love. That it's not like they just chose to do it because they wanted to get the throne. No, yeah. it's like, this is a, this is a tradition that you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to kill all of your brothers so that you can get the throne. That's the part I don't love, but it does feel, it feels very in tune with what they're going for. And that makes sense. And it's a funny plot line. So yeah, and again, he it, could change it has anything he wanted. Some things Tristan's that I like, good. some things that I don't. Tristan's good, so he probably did change it. We don't know. All we know is he ascended and he got out of that shit when he got older. Oh hell yeah! But at that point, he had children and grandchildren and blah blah blah, according to the plot. Um, <clears throat> um let's see. Gone wrong. What is gone wrong in this movie? Well, I think I would have liked a little bit more explanation of the situation that was occurring in the opening in the opening scene. Mm. Just him escaping to the to the magical city and meeting some girl on the street why? and having sex. It I was just kind of random. It was it, too d- random. It just kind of seemed like this boy was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna do this because I'm a reckless guy. Sure, I meet this girl. She's cute. Let's have sex with her. Okay. Now look at the yeah. fruits of your labor. Nine months later, you're a daddy. As an 18, 19 year old boy, you've got to raise a kid. I just yeah. think that, I, I think I don't mind the plot of that. I just would have liked it if there was more build up to it. Like maybe they met before. He Maybe he snuck into the village more often and they had seen each other. That would have been was, cute. This was the if combination they, of their romance. It. And then like eventually like the guard at the wall was just like, dude, you gotta stop this. Yeah, so if there was more to it, I think that would work for me. Um, I just think it was just kind of like, oh, we randomly hook up and now I'm a dad. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it would have been it would have been cuter if there was more going on there. But I, I don't, again, I don't know what happens in the book if there's more to the story or if like yeah. not. So that would, that would have been fun. More unicorn. Um, we need more, more unicorn. More unicorn. More, more, more unicorn. unicorn. Uh... Uh-huh. Unicorn's the most easily sensible character. It knows what to do and it just does it. It doesn't play games. It doesn't go all around the block. Is, it just does it. The unicorn is the only person here who has brain cells. <laughs> no one else. <laughs> just the unicorn. I like the cut to the chase um, characters. He's cut to the face. I, again, I wish that Bernard had just been like left as a woman and been like, I can roll with this. This is fine. I'm good. Because Bernard didn't seem too upset by the fact that they were changed into a woman. Just like, Bernard didn't oh, mind oops, it. Bernard was like, oops. ooh, it's the best okay. of both worlds. I get to, yeah. I it's mean, like, okay. Let's face it. Bernard would have been a really good lesbian. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's my headcanon. Bernard is a trans woman lesbian. There we yep. go. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I, I mean, I wish Sha- Captain Shakespeare had actually gotten a boyfriend, but I do like the inkling that him and Humphrey maybe are going to hook up. It'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> It'll happen. <laughs> I don't think anything um, else has gone wrong. What do you think? I don't. I don't know. We did forget to mention that one guy who. Um, that one guy. Uh, played by um, fuck, what's his name? What did he do? Um, Ricky Gervais. Okay. Uh, his voice got changed into like a chicken, and so Septimus just killed him because he. <laughs> the, oh, the witch shopkeeper. changed his voice. The shopkeeper. Because yeah, so he couldn't like run his mouth about the star. And then just Septimus just killed him because he's like, are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? <laughs> it's funny. I feel so sad about it. It's like, oh. damn, that's scary. They all met the shopkeeper too. He did show up. He, they, every one of them interacted with him pretty much. All with- the main characters. Because that's where Shakespeare went with the kids. Yeah. So they yeah, met the shopkeeper, Septimus did, and Lamia did. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's just a good movie. It's just very good. There's just a lot going on here. And 
There's so many plot lines, and I like how they all intertwine. It's good. No more thoughts, Mother? I don't know. The fact that stars are watching us all the time, I don't know. Kind of creepy. They're watching you. Kind of creepy. It's bad enough Santa Claus watches us all the time, and the angels do. Now we get stars, too. He sees you when you're sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Creepy creeper. Just saying, stop watching me. Alrighty. Well, I guess that's it for Stardust. Okay. Okay. So, I just want to give y'all a heads up that we're going to take a week off. So that means the next episode won't be coming out for a month. (laughs) <laughs> a month? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, because we go every other week. Mm-hmm. So if we take one week off, that means next episode will be coming out for a while. Um, But we will be coming back with Mako Mermaids Season yes. 1. And possibly with our Australian correspondent. Yes, because yes, when you're going to talk about all the things Australian that you love, you might as well have an Australian friend join you, if possible. Just, just so we could talk about <laughs> the <laughs> the weirdness of when um cafes are open again. <laughs> The weirdness of when cafes are open. Okay, that's interesting. We did we did that last time. Well, the last time everything was a little weirder than this one. Yeah. Although this one, yeah, we'll talk about it when we get to it. I was just going to say, there's some things that don't make sense. We get to well, talk to that Schiff guy. What's his first name again? Hmm? The, the director. Oh, the Jonathan M. Schiff. Jonathan M. Schiff. We need to talk to him. He needs to create better continuity. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, there is there is some continuity going on there. It's a continuum, but there's, no content, there's not enough continuity. I want to know, are his shows supposed to always be connected? Or is it just these two? I don't know. We'll talk it's about it. It's just random. Eventually. He likes the area. I don't know. Alrighty. Well, that's it for today's episode of Fandom's Gone Wrong. We love you, awesome nerds. Bye. You can follow the podcast socials at Phantoms Gone Wrong Pod on Instagram and Facebook and at Fandom Gone Wrong on Twitter. You can send an email to us through Phantoms Gone Wrong Pod at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us financially, go to patreon.com slash fandoms gone wrong. By becoming a patron, you can join the Movie Night Crew Network server where you can get to chat with us. And here's some no context spoilers about episodes we are recording. I personally recommend the $5 tier where you get access to random fandoms, our bonus show. Where we play weird games of our own invention and talk more free form about our fandoms. We also have a merch store on Tee Public where all our designs are made by Charlie. Or if you cannot support us financially, please give us a review on iTunes and rate us on Spotify to help others know how much you love this podcast. You can follow me personally at Travel Planning by Carrie on Instagram. I'm a travel agent who specializes in theme parks and cruises, but you can contact me if you're planning any type of fun vacation. And you can follow me at GreenPixie12 on most platforms, but on Twitter, I'm at GreenPixie123. I'm totally not salty about it. Uh, I also have an art Instagram that I sometimes use at GreenPixieDraws, and I sometimes do the YouTube thing on my channel, Charlie Mac. that's M-A-C-K. I also have another podcast on the network called Of the Eldest Gods, where my friend Ray and I go through the Rick Riordan series, starting with the Percy Jackson and the Olympians books, chapter by chapter. You can find that on all the major podcasting apps. And our music is Ready, Aim, Fire by Kevin McLeod. Phantom's Gone Wrong is proud to be part of the Movie Night Crew Network, which features great podcasts like My Cabbages, an Avatar podcast that follows the true hero of the Avatar The Last Airbender series, the Cabbage Cart Guy. Coffee. Tea. Honor. Cabbage. Long ago, the four elements lived in harmony. Then, shit went totally cray when the Avatar attacked. Only the Cabbage Man, 
merchant of fine cruciferous vegetables, could stand against his trolling. But when the world needed some dank veg, he vanished. Ten years have passed, and my partner and I have started a new podcast. My Cabbages! An Avatar podcast. A weekly show about Avatar The Last Airbender. Whether it's Sokka's new line of cologne. Hey, look at you. Sitting there on a seal. Well, now look it back at me. I'm on an on a even bigger seal. Now look away. D&D related antics. You have to make an acrobatics check for that. And Aang just like unzips his pants and whips out his d20s. He's just like, I got this. Or randomly breaking into song. <laughs> so go bending waterfall. We'll stumble our way through the greatest show ever made. One episode at a time. You can reach us at CabbageCast, which is our Twitter, or subscribe wherever you catch pod. Rotten cabbages? What kind of slum do you think this is? Remember to follow us on your favorite podcatcher and meet us back here every other Tuesday. Coolio. Why do you do that? So weird. Why do I do what? It's weird. I just do. It's the elevator music in my brain. Your brain is weird. That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network.